See, I'm the catch one. No, I'm not the wild one, but I'm a fucking turn up until I see them on the sun. Set that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's enough of that. Real David J. Tyler Durden's a stupid name. Hello. Good yes. afternoon. It's good seeing you guys. Or good morning, wherever you happen to be. Hi. Turn down the volume on my phone. Oh, is that your is that your computer? We have oh. YouTube on? Oh my god, I have YouTube on. Let me There you go. That's oh yeah, that. I was like that that sounds like me. It does sound like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We There's a reason for that. We decided to go early today. We went early. Bright and early. Bright and early. I kind of like doing doing in the morning. Yeah, it's nice. Yes, it's nice. yes, yes. We, I have something going on tomorrow. Crawfish boil. So Crawfish. I was like, let's let's just do this in the morning, and then at the I've been working. Got, got all the things coming up, but but yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I still have to record episode sixty one of Skeleton Factory. Hey, I just got the notes done this morning, so. I, I, <laughs> so you, you're, that'll come out tonight. <laughs> your show has so much more uh, research in it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's that's on the spectrum mm-hmm. brain working. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I'll 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 do the show. I'll I mean, I usually it takes me about two or three days to write the episodes. Mm-hmm. Generally, yesterday was like all like. I put it all, like, I started around, like, 9, ended up finishing it up around, I think, one thirty. Got it before 3. So that was, a, that was a good one. Yeah, it takes me, like, six days to do an episode. <sighs> and that, like, that's, like, staying up all night. That's drinking a whole lot and just thinking and finding, you know. Yes. Always sunny, Charlie fucking conspiracy <laughs> yeah. board connections <laughs> yeah. to things. <laughs> And somehow floating them into uh, the the episodes smoothly and cleanly. Yeah, it, it was. That's how I, I I had an idea for for a show this week, and then I decided not to do that episode because I was going to talk about the the Liber scandal. Um, that's that's the one where it involved Adam Lanza's father and uh, James Holmes. I think it's James Holmes, the guy that was involved in the well, the guy that did the Aurora shooting. Yeah. Hit, both their fathers were involved with this like bank scandal that happened. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of interesting, but I, I just like I, I don't want to dig into banks. <laughs> the other night I was like, it's super late, and I just I, I don't have the brain capacity to start breaking down bank scandals from ten years ago. Yeah, no, yeah, banks is a that's a wormhole. That, it, that's a horrible deep wormhole. Yeah, and then I, I'm gonna have to like really get into the Federal Reserve and all. Yeah. Those. Just, whew, that's 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 gonna be an episode where I have a, that's, a lot more time. That's, that's the whiteboard section of Michael Rupert's Truth and Lies 9/11, where he just talks about like everyone who was ever an FBI director or connected to uh, intelligence, mm-hmm. and and by by that also connected to 9/11, they were all Wall Street bankers. Yeah, and. Yeah, they were all Wall Street lawyers and bankers who all got into political positions of power mm-hmm. and all benefit from 9-11. Crazy. That's such a... It's so crazy. It's it's <laughs> such a fucking... It's a sinkhole. It's not even a wormhole. That's it's a sinkhole that just consumes everything around it. Parked cars, it's, houses, yeah. dog, 
goes right into the hole. It's always funny when yeah, definitely NWO. It, it's when whenever we do a 9/11 episode, they're like, "You're gonna do another 9/11 episode?" Like, yeah, there's so much to 9/11. It's it's insane. We it's in. Pro- we could probably do 911 episodes. You really 9/11. can. <laughs> like you could do a whole episode on uh, um on the guy with the guy that owned the World Trade Center. Is his Mr. Furley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, the um, the guy he took out of the insurance claim for it, and then like you, you can even get into like elevator, the elevator companies, like how how they're involved with it, like and then you could talk about the structure of the building, how it's impossible, almost impossible to knock that thing down, unless there's a, a controlled demolition. We've done a Tower Seven. Yeah, there was something with the elevators in 9/11, right? It wasn't because there was something. There's that footage of inside the lobby mm-hmm. in the lobby of the World Trade Centers, where these very tall, beautiful slabs of marble, and they yeah. were shattered and broken off the wall. Was that something to do with the elevator? I don't remember. I don't I, remember. I it's... don't know if it was like the impact mm-hmm. that like shook it the wall so hard they broke. Yeah. But I could have swore there was something with the elevators. I just can't remember what it is. I think it's the company. There's something with the company, how they um, they have some kind of connection. It's been a while since I've I've looked into that one. <laughs> that that's a good that's a that's a that's a rabbit hole. That and that's basically what the point of the show is to kind of just send people down these rabbit holes or or just getting people uh, radicalized into our beliefs. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I mean it, it, it's I mean, we, we could talk about it on the on the Patreon if we have time before I go into work. Um, the 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 whole shooter in um, in Allen, Texas. Like I, I've been working, I've been working so much these last few weeks that like this past week that someone's like, "You hear about that shooting in Allen, Texas?" I was like, "What? What happened?" <laughs> but then, um, oh, you mean the Mexican white supremacists? The Mexican white supremacists that all of a sudden has all these tattoos of. Of like these like new not, tattoos. Yeah, these new tattoos. There's no tattoos of him where it shows his face on there. They're all like basically cut off where his head starts. It's it's all bullshit. It's, it's retarded because uh, if you remember, once Mike Tyson got out of prison, yeah, he had, he had a bunch of tattoos. He yeah. had no tattoos going into prison. Mm-hmm. Came out with tattoos, and one of them he has on his upper arm mm-hmm. of uh, Mao Zedong. Oh, and it wow. says Mao underneath it, in case you're not sure which Asian that is. <laughs> the other, you're like, is that Jackie Chan's? Like, no, it's Mao. <laughs> no one's like, oh, Chinese communist rapist Mike Tyson released from prison. No one says that have, because it's stupid. Have you seen that video, the I'm Tyrone, where the guy goes up to people and, and like slaps cigarettes out of people's oh, face? Yeah, my name's Tyrone. <laughs> I'm Tyrone. Yeah. Look, look at this Jackie Chan looking motherfucker right here. <laughs> And he just, he slaps cigarettes out of people's mouths yeah. and then says, I'm Tyrone. There was that one time when that dude beat the shit out of him, which is great. I don't know if it's yeah. acting or not. Yeah. The older I get, especially like I, I have a Twitter cause I kind of feel like I have to just for the show, but I, I don't stay on Twitter for more than a minute at a time mm-hmm. cause it's just nothing but compilations of black people beating up, not <laughs> black people. He's on uh, Anthony Cumia's Twitter. Anthony Cumia's Twitter is Twitter's insane. <laughs> Yeah, you would yeah. you would think that like this goes back to my theory that I've had for years that I that I've called I've coined this yeah I've copyright this it's, I call it the ghettoing <laughs> where you basically divide people yeah you break people into their own little ghettos and then you tell people that the people in the 
lowest uh the the, the ones with the lowest uh, most uh non the more hamster wheel culture yeah which is like fucking people doing sideshows smoking blunts twerking on police cars like that's garbage culture and does nothing productive or good that is becoming like those are the people who are lifted up as like we should listen to these people they matter more than everyone else like no they don't no because you know what i mean and then on the opposite end of the spectrum you have billionaire criminal assholes so it's like those are the you know and then everyone everyone else is just in the middle that's that's most people and that's that is that is the ghettoing of it America. Is. I like it. I it, like it. Be, and the people in the middle are getting confused. It's like being pulled between two parents. It's, yeah. a, it's like Frasier versus Frasier, the, the movie. It's like it's like you, you can live with your mom or you can live with your dad. Which one do you want to do? And it's like, do you want to be on the side of of uh, conformity and corporatization and 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 tech companies being all in your fucking business for forever and ever and ever? Mm-hmm. And, you know, be a good citizen or you can go and be like just part of the chaos of just shitty. Yes. Unproductive hood behavior that I like that Twitter has nothing to do with like thinking about your future beyond today. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's you know, would have been great is um. So the whole thing with the with the with the black violent homeless guy that got choked out by the marine, yeah, that how they were they were protesting, like by being on the tracks. If they would have gone, that, if they would have gone that third track, I was like, oh man, I hope someone gets third on that third rail. track. Touch the third rail, that yeah. third rail, whatever, whatever the fuck it's called. It, yeah. it would literally fry these people. Yeah, how crazy would that have been? Yeah, and then they would have blamed New York. They would have blamed the transit system for killing yeah. people. It's, people are stupid. <laughs> it's like I always said, don't watch TV unless Tucker Carlson tuckers off TV. So there's no reason to Turn watch TV. Watch us. Second of all, stop watching TV. And two, don't protest. It doesn't do anything. Protesting's gay. Protest. You need to protest in ways that are efficient and, mm-hmm. and have long-term lasting effects. Like investing in your future, especially if you have... Yeah, uh, a significant other, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a wife, kids. Maybe you have to. Maybe you have a grandparent in the home. You have to support them. It's like you need to think about making moves to protect what you have and not protect this airy fairy fucking mm-hmm. like, like, like this ethereal idea of fucking. We we need to we need justice for everyone. Mm-hmm. By only giving it to a few, it's like that's stupid. I, I like to live my life how how would Hank Hill see me? Like that's that's how I want my life to he, be. Like, he would look at you and see yeah I, a customer who needs propane high also, quality. He's he's super against protesting. He hates protesting. It's yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. If if I'm disappointing Hank Hill, then that that's not the person I you want to be. What protesting looks like? It looks like children begging for a candy bar at the grocery store. I mean, if I if I'm and a then, kid, and then getting their way, and then them being incentivized to be like, oh, anytime I want something, mm-hmm. I'm gonna act like a fucking baby and just demand it, as opposed to 
like thinking about that thing. Maybe you don't even want that thing. You I just fix think you want that thing. I want to fix this framing real fast. Hold, keep, <laughs> keep going. I, I feel like we're yeah. crooked and it's bothering me. We're crooked? You're crooked. You're morally crooked. Get out of here. <laughs> there we go. Yes, guys. Yes. Welcome to the Comment Podcast. Hello. We, we were... We were Are we recording? I believe we're recording. We, okay. we got some guys in the chat. Oh, look who's here. Bill Schofield. What's going on, Bill? Oh, my God. Bill Schofield. Uh, he was here. He says, I was promised there would be nudity. Trust me, you don't want to see the nudity. It's not going to be good. I can refer you to some very good websites. Yeah. <laughs> um, there it yeah. is. It does look good on there. We look good. We look great. Uh, Frightening Me. Frightening Me is here. What's going on, Frightening, Frightening Me? Frightening Me. Good morning. Tyler Duren's a stupid name. He says, dang, I got my mic just in my face. So if you exit out of the chat, it says the chat has has moved. In order to bring it back, I had to restart the chat. Damn, dude. We we are getting hit hard. I mean, I it looks fine. It looks fine over here. I'm I'm reading the chats. Yeah, who said that? Uh Tyler Durden is, is a stupid name. He's a fucking liar. He's doing some Tyler Durden shit. I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh no, it didn't work. It yeah. Must be the corporations. We should, we should, we should bomb them while listening to the Pixies. Yeah. Or we can listen to the NWO theme song. Yeah. For life. You saw that video I sent you where they uh, where they hit um, Scott Hall in the head with a beer. No one, as you know, if you notice, expected- no one sold it. No one even blinked, and yeah. then he just looked at the camera. Yeah, his hair is perfect. Professionals. What a, what a fucking legend. Professionals. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. I can't believe that guy died. It's sad, dude. Yeah, it bums me out. It does. It does. He, he's it's the best. One of the best. Imagine how much pussy that guy was getting. Insane. You know, he killed a guy. He killed a guy. Yeah. I didn't know about this. He was wor- like most big fucking like most wrestlers. A lot of them worked in like titty bars, bouncing. Mm-hmm. And he was working when he was 25. He was uh, working at a titty bar, I think, in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got into some kind of altercation with a customer. Mm-hmm. And the guy pulled a gun and tried to shoot him. And he wrestled the fucking gun away from the guy and shot the guy in the head. Fuck yeah. And then he got him up in the razor's edge and <laughs> dropped him onto the sidewalk. <laughs> and then he took a toothpick and flicked it in the guy's face. Fuck yeah. And then he went. <laughs> That's how he got the job. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. Well, no, that's not how he got the job. <laughs> he already had the bouncer job. They're like, oh, this guy kills no, I'm people. Saying that's how Do he you got want it. to bounce at the titty bar? <laughs> you want no. to be a wrestler? You want to be a professional wrestler? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of speaking of guys that were killed, I wanted to talk about a, a, a guy that. Um, so so we we John kind of, Fitzgerald Kennedy no no I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't done that I guess we can't really do a JFK episode because there's a, everyone's done it already mm. but uh, we'll we, do a Jack Ruby episode yeah speaking of titty bars <laughs> this guy was running a titty bar yes sir he was yeah so when when we've talked a lot about President Obama on this show and and this this episode is going to be no different so he wasn't we. We've talked about like even on the uh, Operation Fast and Furious episode how he liked punishing um, journalists and whistleblowers. Like he prosecuted, uh, well he he hacked into Cheryl Atkinson's uh, 
computer and like threatened her during when she was reporting on Operation Fast and Furious. Um, also, Thomas Drake, he was like a whistleblower during the the Bush years. Uh, Drake was a former NSA executive, and he was allegedly blowing the whistle on an operation that would hack into your emails and cell phones called the Trailblazer Project, which is um, wow. Exactly. So when what like what time frame is this we're talking about? This was like when Obama like first was elected. So he like he was he was he Thomas Drake was like the first guy he went after yeah. when when people would think like oh. Um, him and Bush were, were just total opposite people. They, they, the people thought that they hated each other and like, they're like, this is, this is a, a, a breath of fresh new air. This is just, this is, no, he's going to bring change. Bush and the Obamas are like they, homies. Yeah. They're like best friends now. They share candy at church and shit. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> there's that pic, there's that one of like Michelle Obama giving one of the Bushes like candy at church. <laughs> that, that makes me cringe so hard. Yeah. I hate that. I fucking hate that. It's the worst. Yeah. And, yeah, dude. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like before everyone was like, our phones are listening to us. Yeah. And then we, we were called crazy for that. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, then there was, what was it? When, when Shane Smith was still doing like stuff for Vice before Vice became shitty Vice news. Um, he had a, he went out to Russia and did an interview with Edward Snowden. Mm-hmm. And Edward Snowden like took apart his, uh, his iPhone and was basically like, this is how it's like, mm-hmm. remove this chip and move that chip. And now they can't yeah. fucking hear you and shit because they, cause they are, they are at all times. Snowden, another guy that was prosecuted by the Obama administration, um, Chelsea Manning, Chelsea Manning might be one of the most important, uh, whistleblowers of all time. I'll, I'll, I'll call her by her, her name. I'll be more mm-hmm. politically correct. Chelsea Manning did some very important work exposing some of the bombings that were those air raids they were doing in, in Iraq. You ever suck a guy's cock? <laughs> Would you suck Chelsea Manning's cock? Is it big? I don't think it'd be big. I don't know. American uh, hero. American hero. Against, some of the trans people are heroes. Against, some, you know, there's against these monsters, standing up against tyrants, monsters. Yeah, it's weird. They don't talk more about Chelsea Manning. Like when you're talking about like the because it's right now you think they would be celebrating you'd be putting Chelsea Manning's face on Bud Light cans that's not gonna happen yeah Dill Mulvaney over yeah uh, I almost call him Bradley I'm sorry the Chelsea reason this country's going down the drain <laughs> uh, Friday me says Hastings death should make people skeptical about modern vehicles yeah hundred percent um and mm-hmm. I, we're gonna get into that later on the episode about. You're the fucking the, reason this country's going <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that one. There. <laughs> yeah, the 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 death of I don't mean to to kind of uh, ruin the ending, but uh, Michael Hastings doesn't survive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyways, Chelsea Manning, uh, she exposed all the stuff that's happening in Afghanistan and uh, some some of the, the war crimes that the United States and other NATO uh, countries were doing to this this poor country. I'm not I'm not saying like oh poor Iraq or Af- I mean Afghanistan. I mean they're the fifth poorest oh, country. Oh Iraq, my country got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> You're an asshole. Uh, I was working so the chef I work with, he um he said that his father-in-law is very conservative and he was talking mm-hmm. to like his his 9-year-old son. He was like you rode a blading faggot. <laughs> yeah, he said that. It was something similar. He was just like, he was like, he's like, oh, you're you're so lucky. You you were born in in Texas, in the United States. You could have been born in in Afghanistan. You could be a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you could, you could have been. Did he mean that in a good yeah. way or he's, in no, the pejorative? Yeah. yeah, he was just like, you, you're lucky. Like, man, you could have been a terrorist. Yeah. Oh. But that, that, that. You could have died for something. But that, that, that yeah, that ship has sailed. That plane, it flew away with people hanging onto the wings. Yeah. You were so close, son. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Durden is super name says I am skeptical about McChrystal you should that guy was a fucking monster yeah <laughs> Stanley McChrystal that the general which we're, we're about to get into because um, uh, Michael Hastings writings were a lot about uh, Stanley McChrystal and is probably one of the reasons uh, he is no longer with us um, but yeah um, and then the last uh, obviously the the biggest um, whistleblower is uh, Julian Assange, who's not even an American citizen, but he's being he's being threatened to be prosecuted. They, if he if they find him, they are going to fucking they're going to kill the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there it is. I'm not even drinking beer. I'm, what, I'm burping with coffee. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on with you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about drinking until you just said it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> They, I, I've been drinking so much lately. I just, I, I, I yeah, need so have I. It's, yeah. it's too much. Drinking at ten in the morning, it's uh, out of control. Dude, yeah. So, so Michael Hastings was a journalist. He was a contributor and editor for Rolling Stone magazine and BuzzFeed. And I know people that hear those two titles. You're like BuzzFeed and Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone used to report on some like legit. Things, yeah, in the seventies, didn't they? Weren't they the one that broke the the Pentagon Papers story? They, they, they I doubt it. Unless it was on accident, it might have been. I don't, I don't remember who who they reported. Or someone just leaked it to them. They didn't yeah. even do any journalism. Someone just fucking put it in their fucking lap and said, "There you go." Mm-hmm. Just to fuck over all the major news corporations, they have to go deal with fucking Rolling Stones PR team. Mm-hmm. Just so, to be annoying. Yeah, the, the the whole thing where I know the the editor, him and Joe Rogan kind of got into this whole tiff, mm-hmm. where um, I don't remember what he said. It was like Joe Rogan was was at was saying that like, oh, oh fuck, I would I would have to bring this up. Uh, we'll we'll move on from that because I don't I don't remember what it was. It was yeah. My, <laughs> Friday me mentions that uh, Matt Taibbi worked for Rolling Stone. Matt Taibbi's great, but doesn't now. No. Rolling Stone is garbage. Yeah. It's garbage. For this next episode of Skeleton Factory, I'm reading all these fucking, uh, all the shit about talking heads and David Byrne and stuff. Like, Rolling Stone is a god, it's like, it's CNN. It's MSNBC. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's everyone's racist all the time. By the way, I have a new movie coming out. Directed by Spike Lee on HBO Discovery. That does documentaries on fucking George Soros being the next Jesus. Like these people, these people are scum. They're all connected and they're all scum. I'm looking for this. Oh yeah, uh, Matt Taibbi's awesome. Good man. Joe Rogan. It was it was the uh, um, I think it was a Rolling Stone editor, and it was like about internet censorship. I want to find this before we move. Hunter S. Thompson? Is that who you're thinking of? No. Oh, I think Hunter S. Thompson did write for the Rolling Stone, yeah. Yeah, he did. Let me see. A million years ago. This is it right here. I mean. When they used to talk about music. Yeah. Absolutely. You trust the people that got us into the Iraq war under false pretenses to regulate the internet? 
Uh, Do you think that makes any sense? Well, wait a minute. I would not. The people who got us into the Iraq war. It's the government. Was no, no. Was the politicians. It's the government. In the end, yes, it's the government. But who else is going to regulate? But if they're going to be in power and they're regulating the Internet, they're going to regulate the Internet in a way that suits their best interests. The same way they do with the banking industry, the same way they do with the environment, the same way they do with energy, the same way they do with everything. What what represents their interests? There's so you're talking about so much money mm. involved in disseminating information in a very particular way. Right now, or the internet companies are rich beyond belief. Yeah, it's fat, but it's it's a disruptive thing that has never existed before. My, I I think it exists, and I think where we're at is where we're at. I think we need to move forward collectively as a country with an ethic that respects truth and that it appreciates opinions and reality and an and, and understanding of things that's not necessarily possible with corporate interest involved in the dissemination of information. But there's no way to do that except through the government. <laughs> there's no the, oh, excuse me. There's no way to even do that except through the government. Why I mean, is that human nature is not going to change. But the government's not going to change either. But the government is capable of change. Okay, look, the government regulates, for example, the food supply. Or can regulate. Let's take the Jesus yeah, Department of Agriculture. <laughs> Why would they let glyphosate safety. infestate all of our foods? Let's take this one thing. Yeah, uh, but that's uh, a problem. That's the I government agree. regulating. Well, then we better get better politicians in them to employ better people. I mean, it's not. I guess again, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Right. Okay. So, let's take the uh, SEC or take the Food and Drug Administration regulates big pharma. On the one hand. We've got a very safe <laughs> it's so supply bad. of drugs in this country. You know, safe. Their drugs are tested. You know, you don't get too many bad drugs. You know, where did where did they find this homeless man? <laughs> what Greyhound bus station the did they scrape him off of? Yeah, it, it's man, <laughs> but good for Joe. Joe really went after this dude. I mean, he not real. He didn't go after him, but he didn't let him get away with it. He was like, no, you you you're for. The government censoring, like the internet, like they're censoring you. Yeah. Like that's that's a clear violation of the First Amendment. Yeah, that's that's the silly fucking Al Gore horseshit. It's like he, it's like who, fuck, you know? It's like if you want to have a censored internet, it's like to move to China, bro. Yeah, okay. go to North Korea. Go to China. If, where if they North made Korea, this American flag cup that I drink my coffee out of. If North Korea even exists. Can anyone prove that North Korea exists? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Do you, let's go ask some South Koreans. Like, yeah. What's What's north of you? <laughs> They're like nothing. It's just It's just an ocean. <laughs> it's just a void. Yeah. <laughs> it's an invisible void. It, it, it's the ice wall. <laughs> oh my god! It's a Tartaria. That's brilliant. There is no North Korea. There's that's where the ice wall is. Yeah, that's where Antarctica is. That's Antarctica. You think it's north? It's actually south. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. Yeah, people think Antarctica is way down here on the globe, but it's actually right next to South Korea. Yeah, and Samsung is compasses don't work. It's, com- it's complicit in this yeah. information. Compasses are are bullshit. <laughs> don't use yeah. compasses. Yeah, compasses are that, that's shit's fake. Yeah. Everything's fake. A compass. A compass. <laughs> more, more like a spelled C-U-M-P-A-S-S. Ooh, compass. 
Ooh, come and piss. What, what, what are we getting into? I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny if there was a word that had the word come and ass in it yeah. at the same time. And in the middle of it is a P. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so Michael Hastings, he was a vocal critic of the Obama administration's foreign policy, the Democratic Party, and the surveillance state. The last article he wrote before he died was called Why Democrats Love to Spy on Americans, and this was published by BuzzFeed on June 7th, 2013. As a really short, it, it was like a really short article. You can read it in like in five minutes uh, compared to this other one, that um, the one about Stanley McChrystal, which is like 4,000 words. This one's like maybe 600 words. Mm-hmm. But it has, it's a really short article. It's a great sign-off. It says, quote, The attitude the Obama administration has towards Manning is revealing. What uh, what do they think of him? Uh, quote, fuck Bradley, Bradley Manning as one of the White House officials put it to me last year during the campaign. Screw Manning, LOL, screw us. <laughs> and that's the end of the article. It's so good. He's a good writer. Yeah. Yeah, I went back and read the stuff. I was like, this, this is like, it's kind of nice, like, reading good writers not like some that like they try to make shit like real fluffy and they're just like i was walking through um like it, it's just just like, horseshit like introductory paragraphs yeah just like everything i don't imagine know imagine a spring day in washington dc the birds mm. are just like shut up what, what's the fucking article about yeah. stupid because i know it's not about the fucking title of the article yeah it, it was it, it when you read his stuff it's it's straight to the point it's also very readable because mm-hmm. that's an important thing. It has to be readable. It has to be interesting. There's not a lot of fluff in it. It's just like, boom, facts, facts, uh, description of uh, what he's talking about, and then it's it's like there. It's it's not it's not too much. Yeah. And you you saw this in the last like five or six years, where you have all these fucking children that just got out of college and like. Uh, Donald Trump is is going to destroy uh, democracy, and then like it, it's it's like it's nothing like that. It's, and, it's actually, and those and those kids are, are are banking on never having to pay back their fucking student loans, and that that's yeah, a, that's a priority for them. Yeah, I want my money back. You're not getting it back. What's going on, Murph? Uh, Five thirty. They, uh, they just signed in. We're just saying hello, hello to everybody. Hello, hello. Yeah, well, welcome to the show, guys. Mer. Mer. We don't know if you're a man or a woman, which is good. He's not frankincense or gold. He's mer. mer. <laughs> uh, so what, what I was talking about earlier, Hastings' most consequential article was the one he wrote about General Stanley McChrystal. In the article, he talks about the role he served in the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. Let's go... Kind of go through the nuts and bolts of this long article called The Runaway General. So The Runaway General, he like won awards for it. I, I think he based his, his book off of it. I mean, no, he this is like, so he's following uh, Stanley McChrystal to like Paris. And he's he's kind of like trying to learn how the, who the person is. And he's just talking about, he's like this really kind of brash guy. He hated being around. Um, he hated... Being the diplomatic guy, he he was just like a guy that wanted to. He didn't like going to these fancy restaurants. He he would rather just like eat. He fucking, gets sent over there as a, de- a diplomat, and he's like, "Oh, this fucking job sucks." Yeah, <laughs> basically his whole job. I just love that attitude. It's yeah, just, just, you know, you have some fucking job that people are like, "Ooh, this is a 
a prestigious role, and he's like, oh, this job's fucking stupid. Yeah, there, there's like <laughs> he he has redeemable qualities about him because he's. I, I love he, that. He's just like he's a he's a tough motherfucker. Yeah. Like he he's he's like a legit badass. Like he he would um, so he'd make these decisions. And he'd tell the, these people, like some of the uh, people on, on the ground, they're like, hey, we have to do the ceasefire. You can't do this, this, and this. And everyone's like, yeah, Stanley McChrystal could suck my dick. And they were like, they would send him the message to him. He's like, he's like, all right, I'm going to go down there with you guys. So he would go into these, these like, I don't know if they're like battles. I don't think they would let him go in there in battles, but he was actually going out there and talking to people. He would rather be at war. Like he, I don't know, it might, it might just be like some kind of made up horseshit. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's true or not, but. He was like going out there and like he was actually meeting people and like he's like hi I'm Stanley McChrystal and they're like you, you can suck my dick <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah but he he liked uh, the whole thing of him being this this tough general and he he liked I mean they they call they the way they talked to him they're like that guy is a fucking killing machine he loved he like he just like being at war he He's he's very brash. It's it's hard to kind of explain him and like really fast, but like that's just who he was. He was like a guy that grew up, went into being these wars, and like I mean, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, basically. Yeah. 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 Oh God, that's scary. Yeah, but but uh, you, you kind of need guys like that. But at the same time, you don't want too many guys like that, and you definitely yeah. don't want them at the too same influential. At the same time, he worked in the Pentagon. And he was running their black ops operations. Oh boy! And like he was, they he was part of these programs called like uh, Coin, which was a counterintelligence um, um, strategy to, to to topple like governments. So this is what the article is about. Is like he yeah. he has this thing called COIN, where they go and and they they infiltrate their their local governments. And then they have their own guys go and take over, which coin. It's an, like an acronym. Yeah. It's well, it's not. Thing. It's it's a uh, um, counterintelligence. Coming on innocent nations. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> coming on, <laughs> come on your country. You fucking whore. Yeah. So so the article is kind of. It starts off um, with uh, Obama. He is introduced to McChrystal a week after he took office. So like, he was not elected. He was kind of like just brought in uh, with Obama. Obama didn't interview him. Yeah. Like he just, they were like, oh, this is, he's now the general. <laughs> and um, this is Mr. General Man. Yeah. And then <laughs> Barack Obama was very intimidated by this guy. Like he, like everyone would talk about, he's like, he, he looked uncomfortable. Yeah. Like dealing with this guy. Good. And he was, <laughs> he would, he would bully around Obama. Like to like, he's like, we got to do this. We got to do this. And like, he, he, if he didn't do it, he would like, they, it was basically like the Pentagon versus the white house and the Pentagon was kicking the shit out of the white house. Yeah. He's calling Obama bud. Yeah. Look here, bud. Yeah. (laughs) He put his finger in his chest. Yeah. (laughs) Put his finger in his chest. Sick. Yeah. He was, he was, so this guy that Obama just met, um, they, they had the whole, when they first met, it was just basically a, a photo op, and Obama was terrified of this guy. And this guy is running his war, so like he was basically, for the longest time, he was doing whatever he wanted, which is even worse. Like it, some of the story, it, it you kind of sympathize with Obama, then you're like, you, then it pisses you off. You're like, why? You're the fucking president. Yeah. Like do something. Like you can't just let this this 
this monster just go around and just destroy a democratically elected like country, like government. Like you just kind of like have to let it go, or like why? Why even well, he's, try to try well, to topple this government? I, I just don't understand that part. Well, he's probably he's probably just the fall guy. He, he he probably wants certain shit to get done, but he can't look like he's the one who wants to get certain shit done. Mm-hmm. So he needs some fucking general that just has a no fucks given attitude mm-hmm. and be like, she's like, I'll just I'll do it. What? Who do you need fucked up? I'll go fuck him up and yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take the heat. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Yeah. And I can look like some rogue general. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like that, that's like being a tenured professor. You don't just get thrown out of being a general. I would imagine. Yeah. So this, this whole uh, coin. It, so this, this strategy sent, sent a huge number of troops, not only to destroy it, the enemy, but to a live, to live among the civilian population and to slowly rebuild or build from scratch from another nation's governments so obama instead of bringing troops home from afghanistan because he he kind of when, whenever he was running he he told people he's like we're, we're gonna bring the troops home that was that was a big selling point for me the first time he ran yeah instead he, instead. instead he sent thirty thousand more troops oh he's like oh you meant send them back to home to america i thought you meant send to their new, new home. To their new home. <laughs> to their new home in <laughs> Afghanistan that they've been in for years and years and years. For 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, so this was, this was, uh, I mean, this 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 could have, like, lost him the election. And this, this is why a lot of people kind of turned on Obama, like, this during the time of an economic crisis. Uh, Al-Qaeda had even moved their headquarters to Pakistan, so, like, why are they still in Af- Afghanistan? It didn't make any sense. Uh, around this time, American death tolls had had surpassed a thousand, and the uh, the number of IEDs used had doubled. So, um, when and and then and then uh, in this article, he starts getting into uh, the history of of uh, Stanley McChrystal. He he defended Donald Rumsfeld when he made his infamous uh, "stuff happens" remarks during the looting of Baghdad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld, so he's so all the gaps he had were just hilarious because he was able to kind of talk people because he was such a great speaker. You know, I I I have a lot of respect for Donald Rumsfeld just because he's like the smoothest of shit talkers. Yeah, and like he's like a master of deflection. Mm-hmm. It's it's like no one is even on his level in terms of just. I can't think of someone like him. It's just a professional bullshitter but he's fascinating to me yeah like what was it um what was it that document i know i've brought it up before i think yeah the um, uh, unknown knowns i think yeah that's yeah or known unknowns it's something like that it was like on hbo or cinemax or something like that but it gets really in-depth into who donald rumsfeld is and it's fucking fascinating yeah but of course dude it's like of course guys like that are gonna wheel and deal and Mm -hmm. get into the into the fucking White House cabinet. Like, of course they are. Of course he's going to be on camera fucking shaking hands with Saddam Hussein, which yeah. he gets into in that uh, that documentary too. Yeah. It looks like they're homies, but he's mm-hmm. like, he's like the whole time I was shitting my pants and fucking, I was led into a room. Saddam had a fucking gun on his hip and shit. He was just like, I didn't know what was going to happen and stuff. Yeah. He, great. Yeah. He, he was great. And it was, great hair. Yeah. <laughs> snappy dresser. 
Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, but so he he goes and defends this thing. Oh, damn! I want to play this. No, I won't even play it. It because I've talked about this a lot about the um, when when Louis C.K. was asking. Oh, the are you a lizard? Yeah, the are you a lizard thing. That's so, so good, dude. Yeah, but it's like a five minute video. I don't, I don't want to waste people's yeah. time on that one. Just look it up. Look up. You're messing around with the wrong people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it, when he was describing why he's um why he's not a lizard person, or he never denies being a lizard. He's like, person. Why, he's like, why won't you just say that you're not a lizard? Yeah, and then he was like, uh, he's like, could you imagine if I actually answered that question? I was just like, damn, that guy's good. And then you can hear Louis um in the it's, back. He's like, oh, he's totally a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah he's yeah he's talking on the phone and he does, he has his human mask off. He's just yeah, but yeah, that actually that's a very good example that that uh, O and A uh, Louis C K Donald Rumsfeld phone call is a very good example of how good Donald Rumsfeld how fucking quick on his feet he is because people can just throw curveballs at him. It's like the, like like the guy who threw his shoes at fucking Bush. Yeah, that's Donald Rumsfeld. He's just like. Slipping, moving, <laughs> ducking, weaving. Like it's like you're not gonna catch that dude off guard. He's way too smooth. Yeah. Um so he so he defends him when the stuff happens thing stuff happens uh remark mm-hmm. during the looting of Baghdad. Um a few days later he echoed the president's mission accomplished gaff when when Bush was like mission accomplished. And he was insisting that the major combat operations in Iraq were over when they were not. <laughs> uh, and then, but during, it was during the next stint overseeing the military's most elite units, including the Rangers, Navy SEALs, and Delta Force. And McChrystal, McChrystal took part in a cover-up that would have destroyed the careers of a lesser man. He was part of the, the, the Pat Tillman thing. Remember where... Um, they were saying he died in the line of duty, but he was actually killed by friendly fire. He um, he he did the whole cover up of that. He was involved in that, mm-hmm. which the the whole Pat Tillman thing was like. They still use that in the NFL. Like every year, they talk about Pat Tillman and, um, to help recruit more people to join the military in the in like NFL games because really? he, play, he played for the Cardinals. Like it's still a thing. My God, Pat Tillman was an anti-war guy. After he went up, he went over there after nine eleven. Like yeah. he he was drafted by the Cardinals, and he was like, I I think it's more important that I do my duty and go uh, fight in this war. Sure. And then he saw what was going on. Was like, oh, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Not because he was afraid to fight in a war, because the guy was a hero. He's like, I'm I'm gonna give up millions of dollars and fight in this war. And then he's like, oh no, this is. This is for something else. This isn't for 9-11. Yeah, dude. He was just pulling the Muhammad Ali move. Yeah. Well, no. Well, he was actually went over there and fought. Muhammad Ali went to jail. That's right. He went to jail. But um, initially, mm-hmm. you know, he was like, well, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, not going over there. Yeah. They're, so they were pushing this thing that, that Tillman had died in the, the hands of Taliban fighters, which was not true. Um, he, uh, McChrystal, signed off on a falsified recommendation for a silver star that suggested sil- that Tillman had been killed by enemy fire. McChrystal would later claim he didn't read the recommendations closely enough, a strange excuse for a commander known for his laser-like attention to details. A week later, McChrystal sent a memo up the chain of command specifically warning that President Bush should avoid mentioning the cause of Tillman's death. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And he says, uh, quote, if the circumstances of Corporal Tillman's death become 
public hero, it would cause public embarrassment for the president. You would think you wouldn't you wouldn't want to write that if that's a pretty damning thing. Like that can get you in trouble. That's a that's a cover up. And you wrote that in a letter. I, I just don't understand why these people keep writing down things that will get you in trouble. Maybe he just like ah, I'm 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 pretty high up. No one's fucking with me. I'm I'm in the Pentagon. You you know what it is? It's it's like you know when people make videos on YouTube of like, oh, this person's a lizard. You can tell because you could see their eyes turn, oh, yeah. turn reptilian for like half a second. But yeah. really, it's just like there's like a piece of fuzz in the gate of the camera, or it's like a lighting glitch or something. But yeah. people are like, see that they turned into a shape shifting lizard. Yeah, for like two seconds. I get a lot of those videos like <laughs> daily. It, it's like a thing that happened in like a split second. It's it's the you know what it is? It's the Leonardo DiCaprio fucking meme. Mm-hmm. Just, the fucking just him with the drink. Oh, <laughs> that's literally a fraction. Oh, I was thinking of the one where he's pointing. No, no, not that one. The one in Django. Like that. That <coughs> shot is literally a fraction of a second, and it's just bam, paused, and then everyone just takes that. Yeah, and runs with it. And that's what I think. When sh- if you're a general, when shit comes across your desk, you assume that it came up through the fucking chain, went through people, mm-hmm. all the appropriate eyes saw it, and then you just put it in front of you, and you're like. All right, and then you just fucking sign it. Here you go. And then there's a million other things he signed that day. This is the... But now people are just like, no, he deliberately wanted to hide Corporal Tillman's cause of death. I think he was just like, what What, did, what am I signing? They're like, oh, it's a thing. He heroically served his country. But That's true. Silver yeah. I think he just signed it was like, good. I'm sure he signs a million of those fucking things. Yeah. How many guys get fucking medals and silver stars and, and all this other commendations? getting their limbs blown off, like all this shit. And he just signed, he probably signs thousands of them a month. Mm-hmm. And that was just another one of them. And somebody well, went through that, and like, why didn't you read it? He's like, because I have a staff of people who are supposed to fucking read. <laughs> I would like to see the, like who worked for him. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm sure some fucking heads rolled or he was just like, he's like, do you understand? You have to read this shit before I put my fucking signature on it. Yeah. Now I have the fucking white house calling my office. I have all these, Mm-hmm. muckraking asshole journalists getting all up in my fucking shit. Yeah. And then, and then Stanley McChrystal has to change his fucking outgoing message on mm-hmm. at his office where it just, uh, just says, bye, go home to mommy, <laughs> go home to mommy. Speaking you know, he's, of, he's not talking to the press. Speaking of Trump though, like he, he, this is like the guy that Trump was supposed to get rid of like types of guys like that. Like this is, yeah. that, he is the swamp. Mm-hmm. Like the guys in the Pentagon are, Guys that 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 I thought I was like, oh, if he's gonna drain the swamp, you gotta get rid of these type of people that are involved mm-hmm. in black ops. They're um they're they're involved in this uh, coin program that they have where they're toppling governments, which they've had for decades. Like that's our foreign policy is sure. is going over and taking out their dictator and then putting um our CIA backed government that's that's what that's Absolutely. that's our foreign policy that's what it is it doesn't work i mean it works mm-hmm. for for um the military it were and it doesn't really work for the people of the united states but it works out for the the government and in their how powerful they really are going to be yeah and, and then the whole operation gladio where they always have people like the little stay behind military that they have where they i mean we're we're the real police and then, and then the funny thing is um when when uh Michael Hastings was hanging out with him at a bar with all of his friends. So 
Stanley McChrystal was with some other Navy SEAL guy, some other, like, high up people. His name was Jesse Ventura. Maybe. I was a Navy SEAL. <laughs> but, like, you know they, they what they called their crew? They called their... Frogmen. We were called Frogmen. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, no, they, they called themselves Team America. Like from from the Adorable. movie Team America, they shit on they each the, other's faces. Yeah, they <laughs> they, were, they were the royal police, and that they had was pubes glued to their face. Yeah, and they would they would get fucking hammered. Like I, they're they're at this Irish pub, and like they were they were doing they would make that up these. That must be fun. It was fun, and like they were getting drunk, and like they're they told uh, Michael Hastings they're like, if you tell anyone about this, we'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. This this whole toppling governments, the whole coin thing, all of that. Like, I know I've I know I've brought this up before, but um, the John Perkins book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, is exactly about that. Yeah, like he was. <gasps> That's he, such a good book. Yeah, he, yeah. He's just a guy who would go to fucking world governments and be like, "We need some shit from your mm -hmm. country or your government, and we need yeah. you to play ball with us." You know, and then usually it's fine, but there's a few. There's a few fucking presidents of countries who are mm -hmm. democratically elected who are just like, I don't want to play ball with with the United States. Like you guys are, I don't think you you don't have my country and my people's best uh, best shit at heart, you know. And yeah. then and then they fucking send in the jackals and bam, boom. Presidential airplanes are exploding. Mm -hmm. Fucking you know, horrific accidents <laughs> happen. Like it's a fascinating book. Fascinating guy. Yeah. The, um, so, um, so McChrystal, McChrystal was also involved in the camp Nama tor torture scandal in 2006. This is where the Iraqi prisoners were tortured at, at this camp. McChrystal was not disciplined despite a report saying that he was present at the camp multiple times during the scandal. During his confirmation hearings to become the general... He was asked softball questions about it, and they're just—I they, mean, he—he he had the support of both sides. Softball, really? Yeah. And these are—is there, there a video of this? Uh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. They're, I, like, they're like, "Where do you get your uniform from? <laughs> <laughs> do they just give it to you, or yeah. do you have to like buy it from the army?" Killer boots, man. <laughs> <laughs> the um, yeah, and they—they they also didn't really ask questions about the Tillman cover-up, even though it was pretty well known. Sure. With, like you would think that, because I, I guess because he was, he was, there was no side. Like he wasn't really on any side, so he was just like, we're, he's like a lesser known guy because he's in the Pentagon, so no one's gonna see him. Yeah, they're just like, push him through. Fuck it, let's let's get this thing going. Let's get this thing rolling. Sure, like we got we got a narrative to make here, people. Yeah, it's fine. Most people, the American public doesn't give a shit. So who cares? And and also he had the media on his side. Mm -hmm. So the media, they didn't re report on, on, on all these controversies. It wasn't a big deal. So the media gave them labels like Jedi Commander and Snake Eating Rebel. Bro, wow. Yeah, those uh, said by Newsweek. <laughs> okay. Tyler Durden uh, is a stupid name, said, Nice country would be a shame if someone liberated it. That's yeah. basically, yeah, that's our foreign policy. Yeah, it's, 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 it's real. It's, mm -hmm. all, it's, all, it's all real, dude. In the in the first, uh, it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> in his first four months of this uh, of this year, 2010, uh, when when he wrote this, NATO forces killed some 90 civilians. Up to up, this was up 76 percent from the same period in 2009. One year, it went up by 76 percent. Wow, uh, a record that has created tremendous resentment among the very. 
population that coin theory intend to winning over. So like the the people of Afghanistan were like, okay, and this is where like they they started seeing how many of their uh, family members were being killed or. And they became very hostile, the civilians, sure. because it, this was pretty horrific. And then some of the things that were exposed by, by uh, they took Manning. issue with a foreign government bombing the shit out of their country. <laughs> yes, <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, man, fucking uppity people. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, it's uh, freedom isn't free. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It costs money. Yeah. In, in February of that year, a special forces night uh, raid ended in the deaths of two pregnant Afghan women and allegations of a cover-up. And in April, protests, protests erupted in Kandahar after U.S. forces accidentally shot up a bus, killing five Afghans. We've shot, it, it said, uh, quote from McChrystal, he said, we've shot an amazing number of people. <laughs> <laughs> But that was him being amazing. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, well, the, he was like, oh, "This is too many people." But that's a, that's kind of a funny quote. It's an amazing amount of people. It's like Jesse Lee Peterson. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Let's be on. That's uh, amazing. The Afghanistan war was a losing war. Coin doctrine was a massive failure. The coin doctrine bizarrely draws inspiration from some of the biggest Western military embarrassments in recent history. France's nasty war in Algeria, lost in 1962, the uh, Vietnam War in 1975, and etc. McChrystal, like other advocates of coin, readily acknowledges that the counterinsurgency campaigns are inherently messy, expensive, and easy to lose. Quote, even Afghans are confused by Afghanistan, he says, but even if we, he somehow manages to succeed after years of bloody fighting with Afghan kids who pose no threat to the U.S. homeland, the war will do nothing to shut down Al-Qaeda, which has shifted the operations to Pakistan, dispatching 150,000 troops to build new schools, roads, mosques, water treatment facilities around uh, Kandahar. is like trying to stop the drug war in Mexico by occupying Arkansas and building Baptist churches in Little Rock. And that, 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 that second part was what uh, Michael Hastings said. I, I didn't say end quotes. But yes... So he was just what yeah, Michael no, Hastings saying. At is, a certain point, it's a fucking lost cause. It's a lost cause, and the, it was the, these people don't want your democracy. They don't want your fucking Western ideas. They they don't want fucking some cracker ass white dude in a fucking in a tank bringing yeah. freedom to his their country. It's like, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of the reality of it. It's like at at well, obviously, we had mm-hmm. to fucking leave the country and have it retaken over. He kept telling. He kept telling Obama, he's like, we we have to keep sending more troops in here, or we're gonna lose this war. So like, he, they knew politically it was a it was a bad look to lose the war. Yeah. So he was just like, just keep sending more people over there, and he was just like, you, they they just had no plan. Like the the you it, the the plan you can't just kill more people. Yeah. Like the Soviets killed a million Afghans and they still couldn't beat them. A million. In in like we we're killing. Well, it's because we sent John Rambo, yeah, to, to help. help the the Afghan freedom fighters. Yeah, the in um, Rambo three. Yeah, the uh, the Mujahideen. That's right. It was Rambo and the Mujahideen. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, to certain countries, you just need to treat like North Korea. Mm-hmm. Just set a perimeter, mm-hmm. and then just cut them off from the rest of the world as much as possible. Yeah, 
She might be working Which out. Which sounds over there. mean, mm-hmm. but they don't want anything to do with us. They want us to die. Yeah. They're not interested. You know what I mean? And, the, you know, the people in charge here don't give a fuck if people there die. So yeah. why don't we just meet in the middle and just just have a little fucking divorce? Just stay away from each other mm-hmm. and don't get in each other's fucking business. And, yeah, they're going to destroy their country. Yeah, he and was rape and kill and murder everyone. But that's happening here. Yeah. People are getting raped and killed and murdered constantly. And no one seems to give a shit unless you're mm-hmm. a homeless guy on the subway in New York. Yeah. No, no one cares. No one cares. It, so, so Hastings. <laughs> Sorry to get all bleak on you, dude. Yeah, no, no. This gets all even right. bleaker. Sorry. Trust me. So like he's, so he, he rides about McChrystal multiple times, ends he ends McChrystal. He fucking ends him. He may, he has to resign. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's also written about the Democratic Party, uh, the Obama administration, like all this. He's he's making these very dangerous enemies. So like, uh, I mean, after after his book came out about McChrystal, he 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 had to resign. So that that's a that's a pretty big deal. Um, so he he makes these powerful enemies in uh, um. All of a sudden, and you you've seen the the video of Michael Hastings' car yeah. getting into this accident. I have it. I oh, have yeah. it in here. So Michael Hastings, he dies in this. Here it comes. <laughs> Michael Hastings died. In, <laughs> we have was, audio. We have audio record of, <laughs> of the car crash. Um, there it, it is. It would be more explosions though. So he so he dies in this single car accident at 4:25 a.m. in L.A. on June 18th, 2013. This is a few years after that article article comes out. When uh, he had a late model Mercedes, it was like a 2010. It was it was the one like it was only like a couple years like after. Or I think it was like a 2000. It's not even late model. That's like new. Yeah. So he he crashes into a tree in the median of an empty road. The weather was clear. The pavement was dry. The, the the sole witness said his car was traveling at perhaps 100 miles per hour, maybe even faster. Um, well, uh, it says a sole witness, but there were multiple witnesses that called on uh, um, 911. Uh, witnesses described the car's engine being ejected 50 to 60 yards from the scene. His body was burnt beyond recognition. The coroner's report ruled the death to be an accident. So, but there's a lot of problems with this accident report. When you see the surveillance tape of the car crash, you notice the car explodes before it hits the tree. Did they only release five frames of the car? <laughs> One frame per second. It's like obviously a missile hit it. Is yeah. that what happened? <laughs> let, me make, let me pop this up real fast. So, so here it is. This is the surveillance right here. I think it was like it was on like a website called military.com, which I've never been to. There it is right there. So right here, look at that. It explodes right there and then it blows up again. Which doesn't really happen with cars. They don't explode right away. What what you would think would happen is Yeah, no cars don't cars don't usually just explode. They don't explode. They usually um like they they'll they'll crash They'll catch on fire, then they'll explode. But maybe going that at that rate of speed has something to do with it. But it blew up. This is what other witnesses that saw it 
or the witness that saw it. They, they never released the names of the witnesses, which I don't think you're supposed to anyway. But they said they saw it explode before it hit, hit the tree. But again, you can't really take witness testimony on it because it it's it's it, it doesn't really hold up. Yeah. Because I mean you saw something traumatic and you might change a little bit, but we have video. We see the video. And there's only one camera. One camera. It's like California is covered in fucking cameras, even mm-hmm. in twenty thirteen. Yeah, and it's like there's one angle. And it's not just one person that said this. They said they heard multiple explosions. This is from multiple witnesses. They said they heard more than one explosion. Which you would think that there'd be one explosion from a car. Yeah. Not well, the, well the, there could have been the impact yeah. and then the explosion. Maybe there fair. wasn't two explosions. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe. I'm Frightening me says uh cars burn, they don't explode. Yes. Yeah. He and, said cats burn. And he also <laughs> they said, don't explode. <laughs> and, and allegedly uh Anne Haish was murdered. Which I remember hearing something about yes. that, but I I don't know. Uh, she she was what? She was smothered with a pillow by Ellen DeGeneres? Is that what happened? Probably. <laughs> that's probably what happened. And then she woke up. That's that's still, that, no one that, ever explained this. What what happened with that? And then they took her body and stuck it in that like box that's on her set where people jump out of yeah. and, and surprise. That's <laughs> just her Anne dead body. body. Yeah, there's just a desiccated Anne Hache corpse. <laughs> oh, she's tired. She's like, oh they yeah, people get in there and hide and they're like, oh my God. It's like it's like a it's like some sort of initiation ritual. They're like you have to go into the box with <laughs> with Anne, <laughs> so we know you're, you're cool. Yeah, <laughs> all those employees that Ellen fired going inside that box. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. So um, the theory that I 100% subscribe to is that the government hacked into his car and crashed it. That video that was shown of Hastings crashing into the tree was. That shit was a, was a fucking snuff film. When you think about it. Because they wanted that to get out. They're like, oh, this is the guy that was coming after us. Yeah, keep keep blowing the whistle. See what fucking happens. Yeah. That's what that's what it was. It was a snuff film. Everyone in the in the country saw it. I guarantee there's a better angle of that, but it's it's better if it's sort of this mm-hmm. iffy. It's like UFO videos. It's like they, they never have the good shot. Yeah. It doesn't exist. It's yeah. like the the Pentagon it being needs, hit with a missile. It needs to be vague enough to where you can hypothesize, and then that will become the chaos that everyone's fighting over, and then the actual point of, like, what actually happened? Like, no one, there's, you know, mm-hmm. that number of people goes way down. So during this time, many of the people were like, no, the government can't hack in your car, well, at least not at this time. This is, like, their, their big argument. But they actually could. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but they were they were hacking into cars in 2009. Nice. And there's even video in 2015 on 60 Minutes. Have you ever seen this video? Where yeah. where like Leslie Stahl was uh, showing how hackers at DARPA were able to hack into her fucking car. Nice. So I, ha- I have the video. You got you got to watch this. This is in, this is insane. She sucks. She does suck. And like <laughs> I don't like her face. Everything about this video, it's like it's it's fucking it's insane. Let me see if I can pop this up. Remember remember when Elon Musk was asked about like you can just shut off everyone's car in another country if you wanted to, and he's like, Yeah, but I would never do that. Sure, yeah. He's, he's it was something to the effect of like like I would never exercise that type of power. He's like, That's dangerous. 
Let's see. Let's pop this up real fast. Masking tape is only there because we agreed to obscure its make and model. We'll give them the illusion they control the car for now. Kaufman has been working on this for five years oh with multiple research teams. You want to hit the fluids? Oh my gosh. There we go. There we go. What's that? What's so that? if you're listening to this, <laughs> there, the this guy fluid. is just turning on her, her windows or wipers. That's right. A hacker. Like, obviously, you didn't turn on the windshield I wiper. <laughs> Using a laptop, the hacker dialed the car's emergency communication system and transmitted a series of tones that flooded it with data. As the car's computer tried sorting it out, the hacker inserted an attack that reprogrammed the software, <laughs> gaining total remote control. Fun! Oh my god. The horn. <laughs> They're doing that. They're doing the horn. They could control uh, the, the gas, the acceleration. They could control the braking. Oh, That's right. Shut up! And they could do this Silly from woman. anywhere <laughs> in the world. So just try, uh, stop at the cones here. She thinks she's going to be able to stop right at those cones. Let's make sure that she can't, and she's going to drive right through them. Right. We'll have complete control. Working at DARPA must be right. fun. Here we go. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I cannot. Work, right? Oh, my Imagine God. Imagine that with a bomb in it. I can't operate the brakes at all. Oh, shut up. Oh, my word. Silly woman. That is frightening. That is frightening. Yeah. So... They were, they were like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, oh. it's it, that kind of shit. Wild, wild stuff. And they're, they're just like, whoa, look at the technology we have. And they, they, they had to wait a few years to like put this, um, this actual thing out. They, they couldn't do this in 2013. I, I just assume <laughs> anything that's kind of like neat and quirky in any kind of thing like a car, a phone, a laptop, is it's only down to consumer grade because mm -hmm. they the government's been using it and the military's been using it for decades. Yeah. And, and then like some other country is like, oh, we're going to take that technology and and make money off of it. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the United States is like tries to beat them to the punch. They're like, oh no, we have self driving cars. Yeah. And and, and Anything that comes out on 60 Minutes, you just know they're like, oh, this is like CIA-backed. Like, this is all propaganda. Yeah. Like, showing that kind of stuff also, is, this, is no. this showing their dick. It's, they're just it's, like, look at this. Also, I don't trust that any – I don't trust any of that because it's like, well, yeah, of course you can control someone's car. It's like, look how many cameras and shit. They, like, they had access to the car. Yeah. So they've had probably days to fucking work on it so they can be able to easily hack into it. But I'm like – could you just pick a car out of a mm -hmm. parking lot and yeah, it's a, and be like, I'm going to control that right now? It's like, maybe, they, maybe yeah, they, not. I don't know. But if your car already is equipped with that type mm -hmm. of technology, it may be easier. I don't know. I, oh, just, I just believe nothing and trust no one or anything. And this is a also, very... Also, 60 Minutes is on TV, and we all know what I say about TV. Yes. Don't fucking watch TV. Frightening Me brought up a, a great point right here. He says, I think Cash for Clunkers was a ploy to get rid of older cars without computer chips for tracking control purposes. Remember that. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Sure. Frightening Me. Yeah. This, this, this is, and that, that was like one of the big things that Obama did. If anyone ever remembered that, that was what, over, I mean, that's almost 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. No, way more than 10 years ago. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it was 10 years ago because like yeah. 2009. 
So over 10 years ago, like he he was buying these older, he just wanted to get them off the road. Yeah. So everyone's going to be in these cars and then they want you to be in, in EVs now. So like Which no one knows how to work on. No one can work on them. Your your battery is like is like $12,000. That's what I want. I want I want a Cuban mechanic from Havana mm-hmm. to just live in the in the guest house of my of on my property and and just I'm like dude, I just need like old school mm-hmm. combustion engine fucking vehicles running. I just need them at all times. Yeah. Cuba might have been right. I, yeah, I don't want They're some, not being tracked I don't by want their government. Dumb computer inside the dashboard of my fucking car can being able to be hacked by somebody. Not saying a a, a a Marxist government is a good thing. I'm just saying Cuba maybe they got There's innovations. Right. There's yeah. baseball pitchers. Yeah. Dudes, you know how to work on cars. Yeah, they have a minor league. <laughs> yeah, Cubas are minor league cigars. You're gonna be playing for the Yankees, all and, right? And and uh, uh, play your cards right. And uh, I'm fuck my Cuban made porn. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, ever, what, ever watch eight, made porn? And there's eight street Latinas or something like that. Remember that back in the day? I do remember that back in the day. I don't yeah. even think that's still around. Yeah, but the, but just generalize like, oh, anyone who's mildly Latino looking. Or Asian, they're like, there's like they're like cleaning someone's shitty apartment. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, for an extra hundred dollars, we suck my dick. You know, there's, <laughs> um, it's innovative. So before his death, Hastings was working on an article about John Brennan, the CIA director. So the guy from the Jerky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Bre- it's, it's just, yeah, Johnny Brennan. Right? Johnny Brennan, yeah, same guy. He ended up be, becoming the CIA director. Weird. Yeah, because he's able to, he has different voices yeah. when he talks to people <laughs> on the phone. Brent, so Brennan controlled the drone strike hit list. He was responsible for the assassination of multiple U.S. citizens. God, he, he launched a drone strike at his ass <laughs> in genitalia. <laughs> that was, Remember God that? God damn it. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> The CIA was used by the Obama administration to attack its enemies, foreign and domestic. I don't know if you remember the whole thing with, uh, what's his name, Ab- Abdurrahman, Abdurrahman, I don't even know how to say his name, Anwar al-Awlaki, Anwar al-Awlaki, I can't yeah. say his name. He was, a, a, he was an American citizen that was killed by drone strikes ordered by the Obama administration. I mean, this, this, this drone strike program was... Like, I'm not saying what this guy was doing was right, because I think he ended up, he joined, like, the Talib- like his dad was in the Taliban, and yeah. he he went in with his dad. He ended up getting, he was in Yemen, and then, like, this drone strike went and killed him. I'm not saying what he did, was, what uh, all Lockheed did was right. Just saying he should have got, he they should have arrested him and put him in a court with his peers Oh, you, that, mean, you mean like how we do it in America? Because if you yeah. would have started drone striking people you don't like in America, that yes. would probably be frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. But as long as they're in another country, I mean, it's fine. That I mean that that might be the future when they say like uh, domestic terrorists. Yeah, like we got El Chapo mm-hmm. in prison right now. Mm-hmm. We didn't go drone strike his shit because he works for the CIA. Oh my god! Yeah. This fucking guy. Hot, hot take. Uh, the day before his death, Michael Hastings told friends and colleagues that he was onto a big story and that he needed to go off the radar. He also said he believed that the government was actively investigating him. Just hours before his death, Michael Hastings contacted a, lo- a lawyer working with WikiLeaks. He then asked a neighbor if he can borrow her car because he was afraid to drive his own. 
His neighbor declined. <laughs> I would have, I would have declined it too. His neighbor Anne Hayes. Yeah, I had a uh, one of one of my wife's friends was like, uh, she was trying to go watch fish in Dallas. She's like, I, my car's not working. I borrow your car. It's like, no, Ew. you out of your fucking mind. Yeah, no. I mean, if the if if you knew the government was going to kill you, I would still say no because I don't want my car to get destroyed. Yeah, I don't want like it, is my insurance going to cover that? Mm. Does it does it um, does it cover uh, government drone strikes or yeah. bombs? You'd have to be really slick. You'd have to have somebody you trust just order you mm-hmm. Ubers. Yeah, and then you just that's the only way you can really get around. Yeah, or if you just own some old car, like you own some fucking something nineteen eighty something fucking El Camino. Yeah, turn your phone off, remove the fucking tracking chip. You're invisible. Yeah. That, that that's there, there's put going on, to be put on a fake mustache and sunglasses so they can't tell it's you through the uh, toll. So he just, doesn't have a mustache. That'd be funny to put a mustache on top of my mustache I have right now. Sick. Yeah. So Master this, of disguise. This type of attack on journalists was a clear warning to not fuck with the American government, so specifically the Obama administration. Like these guys are fucking gangsters, is what they were. I um yeah, they're a bunch of fucking. Bunch of nerd pussies that have weapons and a military and fucking psychos who are willing to like kill people they don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, these, these people are cowards. They believe in nothing. And they and I say this in the present tense because a lot of these guys are in the Biden administration. So like yeah. it's it's basic. This is Obama's third term, and Biden is also a guy who's been part of this swamp for what since like the seventies. Yeah, he's guy, been in the government for a long time, he's, so he's, he's never had a job. He's just a professional loser. Piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, like he's 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 involved with these guys. Like he's he's people that they try to make him like, oh, he's just an old guy that 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 that's senile. Like, no, it's not even him. This guy's a monster. Biden is a monster. He's, he has a crime family. Mm-hmm. He's just he's been involved with this this type of government. I believe in the Biden body double. Oh yeah, I I, I I think the original Biden's dead. Yeah, I think that didn't guy died died a while ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so so what do you guys think? So hit, hit me up on Instagram, like, at con underscore man underscore podcast, Twitter, comment pa- podcast one. You can email me at conmenpod at gmail. Leave comments. Be sure to leave five stars on iTunes, Spotify. Um, yeah, so, like, if you if you have any comments on that, just let, let me know what, what you guys think. I, I love all, all the feedback. Just let me know what, what, what you guys think. Yeah, and what what um let's do a quick plug. What what's going on with you uh for Skeleton Factory? Hey, new episode of Skeleton Factory, episode sixty one, coming out tonight. It is uh I'm reviewing uh True Stories, a movie directed by Talking Heads frontman David Byrne. Very very it's a feel good movie. There's no murder, there's no killing, there's no explosions, there's no slashers. Like some of the other movies I reviewed, this is actually movies that actually kind of make you feel good and warm and fuzzy inside. So I'm going to be reviewing True Stories, which takes place in Texas, a Texas movie. Nice. And also be reviewing the Jim Jarmusch film Mystery Train, which is also a very, like most Jim Jarmusch films, very easygoing, nice to watch. And um, yeah, that's going to be on episode 61. 
And uh, I can be found on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory and on Twitter at SF podcast ATX. And you can support the show and listen to Patreon episodes at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. If you like movies, cult films, indie films, horror movies, all that good stuff. I review all of that at Skeleton Factory. There's no conspiracy stuff. Yes. Yes, there is. There's, <laughs> there's tons of it, actually. <laughs> Speaking of conspiracy stuff, man, Friday Me always has, he he always has good shit in, in the chats. He's talk, he said Joe Biden is Sam Giancana's uh, granddaughter. Uh, uh, that Sam Giancana is a, like, illegal gambling operator <laughs> for Al Capone. So like it's that's a that, that's a that's a fun tidbit. Yeah, the roots are deep. Yeah, Jill Biden is a granddaughter. <laughs> if that's, I hope I hope that's true. That's that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Does he shower with her? <laughs> Maybe. Does he take showers with her when she's in her twenties? I'm gonna look this up. Uh, <laughs> Godfather. Uh, I don't know, but um. If that's true, that's that's pretty cool. But uh, <laughs> I'd have to look that up. I've never heard that before. Um, no, me but, either. But yeah, thank thank you guys for checking us out. Oh, also go to our go to patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. Um, we're putting out bonus episodes. We're about to record another one. We're going to jump into another stream in about twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you guys can support us over there. You can also go to the merch store. Um, Friend of me says Joe Biden said it. <laughs> they got to get him out of there. Just like, dude, no, don't, don't, don't talk about cut his, cut his mic. Yeah, cut his mic. I can't talk about my 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 grandparents being involved with Al Capone, which that'd be kind of cool. I mean, you got the whole Hillary Clinton. Her uncle was involved with the cartel in Chicago. Um, yeah, patreon.com forward slash comment podcast, uh, food show. We got two episodes out. Go MK ultra. Oh, M- MK Ultreats mm-hmm. on YouTube. The barbacoa episode came out really nice. I really like that one a lot. Yeah. It looks good by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Tasty. Hard work. These videos take a lot out of me. <laughs> uh, cause they, they take just hours of editing and, um, yeah, preparing um, food on camera must it's so unpredictable because you gotta kind of mm-hmm. get it right. Yeah, you have to get it once. right. Yeah, and like you when you're shooting it, you gotta get the good like say you have the overhead shot. I only have one camera, so like I'm changing it. Like I'm like, all right, I'm gonna shoot it right here. And then I had to like stop it, uh, reframe it where you have a cool like little shot of it um like side by side, and then you have like it over food, and it's just like the barbacoa took take it i mean it was a seven hour like braise really <laughs> so through the magic of tv you're just like ta-da and this is what the finished product looks like five minutes five minute five video. minute barbacoa five minute video that's that's a that's 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 how you honey dick people on youtube damn that's five call- minute barbacoa yeah I'm, I'm gonna change the title and then and then put like a little clock yeah go next next, next to the food so go and subscribe to the channel the channel's growing pretty fast i'm like every day i go in there it's like there's like 20 more subscribers. That's great. It just it's it's growing much faster than the podcast, <laughs> but because it's food and there's no cuss words. Um, yeah, it's not for kids because I'm talking about kids being molested and raped <laughs> in one of the cutaway scenes. But I, I mean, I don't. Talk, I, I the new episode of Skeleton Factory. There's no rape in it. Actually, I, I mentioned rape only one time. Yeah. Well, I bleeped out rape. 
Um, so yeah, uh, uh, that's just uh, since we have time, I could just I could pop up the really quick. Um, I'm gonna pop up the uh, like the little the, the YouTube short. I'm not gonna play the whole five minute one. Sure. Yeah. Hold on, it's gonna take a second. Yeah, so we we cooked up some um, barbacoa and like check it out wherever you are. I'm hoping the the internet's working. Oh, look, our internet is starting not to work because I was talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. All right, found the channel, but the the stream is um, has has gone shit. Oh well. Whatever, whatever, guys. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys next week because it's not gonna be able, it's not gonna let us show it. Yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. See you later. Bye, bye. N-W.